Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, Ez McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm chilling, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. And thank you guys for checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you check us out online at hp53productions.com for our mer her 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 hurts and also for additional content such as the easy smoke and gm podcast with our own Ez mcmahon so i know you guys recorded soon right we are going uh first thing next week we'll drop an episode on june 8th gotcha, we'll gotcha. drop our next one so we'll be we'll be talking nba finals uh bears mini camp is uh is next week so yeah we'll be, be talking all that all that good stuff gotcha. and as we were just discussing before we hit record I fell asleep on the NBA Finals game because it was boring. I was just tired. But you said it was boring. Like, I, sl- I slept through it anyway. I, I mean, it was, it, was, it was all Denver, man. Denver just controlled the entire game. Uh, Miami would get it back to within 10, and then, you know, Denver would go on another run again. So, it, it's I, – I don't see Miami winning a game in this series, but, you know, you, ne- you never know. Crazier things have happened. You know, it'll be hilarious if, if the Denver wins – <laughs> the finals and jo- and yo- and uh, Nikola Jokic comes out with a big Joker t-shirt on. I'm like, man, you hang around black people. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> the big joke. The big, the big Joker. Like, yo, I get it. I get it. You get the joke. I got it. Uh, man, but but uh, make sure you check out the Easy Smoking GM podcast wherever you get your podcast or be listening to this podcast. Just want to say this. Appreciate everybody that listens to the Super Duper Pod. Ez and I really enjoy doing this, and we thank you just for making sure that the lights stay on, uh, making sure that you're still listening, because we really work hard this episode and into shows. So, so we appreciate everybody who listens, who reaches out, who tells us a good show, so on and so forth. So I really appreciate you guys. I really, 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 really do. So Ez is uh, me and you today. And oh, actually, in the future, I'm going to have a few guests on, a few good, cool topics. So just go, please check us out in the next few weeks. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, like and share also leave a review if you like it because we always love to hear how great we are who doesn't is that's right hear that jeez so man i saw this article on new york times um the it's about a um, an eating disorder binge eating disorder have you heard about this before no tell me yeah, about it. right so it's like it's a com it's the most common eating disorder in the united states but it's also least understood so when we think about eating disorders you think about people that are like making themselves vomit, right? They're, they're like losing weight, right? And it's, it's because, you know, for whatever reason, you think of bulimia, anorexia. So binge eating disorder is just kind of, is what it sounds like. People are just eating and they and, and eating a lot in, in, in sittings and settings. So uh, they, the article featured a person who talked about like his late night outbursts. You know, he had and again, y'all forgive me up front because some of the stuff I laughed at and I wasn't trying to be insensitive. It was just funny to read like my man had boxes of cereal stuck under his under his mattress. Um, and it was like, I was like, wait, what? Word? Yeah, he was like, just so his wife wouldn't find it. It was like, fam. You know, he woke up with uh, rappers in his pillows like, bro, <laughs> what's happening? 
So uh, don't cancel us. So well, you, never, um, you never know we need a snack, man. You know, I, I, I guess you got you get if, if you know pillowcase is a good place for that. If you don't stay ready, you won't be ready. Yet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we are really trying to be serious. Sorry, guys. Don't cancel us, please. Continue listening. <laughs> um, but but real talk, man. Binge eating disorder is the most common eating disorder in the United States. Um, nearly three percent of the U.S. population has had binge eating disorder at some point in their lives. More than double the reported numbers of bulimia nervosa or anorexia, which I thought was a wild comment right but i think it's also again how we think of it because binge eating disorder we get to the definition later again you it may just be confused with just people overeating right and so like you know you you think i've had an extra pizza pizza that you know that's not binge eating i just had a piece that's happened to me often like i shouldn't eat that last piece but i wasn't you know that's not binge eating i'll get into it a bit so um this was added to the dsm4 about 10 years ago and, it's, and talking about this point, it was fairly controversial. Um, Dr. Timothy Walsh, he led to like some existing criteria for eating disorders and proposed adding a new one, such as this binge eating one, like because it's not normal, it shouldn't be considered as normal and it's different from over, ordinary overeating. So per the article, uh, the behaviors of binge eating disorder are distinct. He said a person with this condition has on average at least one binge episode per week for three months or longer during which the person eats an objectively large amount of food in a short period of time, three or more main courses in one sitting, for example, and they feel a loss of control and struggles to stop eating. So this isn't like, again, I just said it had an extra piece of pizza. I wish I didn't eat. This is, I ate several pieces, several pizzas in this discrete amount of time. Uh, said Dr. Holly P. Several pizzas, plural. Yes, pl- plural, right? So it's like, okay. so, so it's like somebody just, and, and, you know, and I, I'll say this again, I, I don't have binge eating disorder, right? But there have been times where like maybe, you know, you know, you know I ain't have the best day or whatever. It's like, let me just grab these chips and just and you smash them. Then you're done. Right. And it sounds like this is like a, you know, I for whatever reason, this moment, like you said, several pizzas. Like they had to talk about a guy who was like he worked at a McDonald's. He would leave McDonald's, go from drive through to drive through on his way home, dog. Just, just knocking down, getting orders of food on the way to the to the crib. Hmm. So, so the one thing it seemed, you know, the biggest characteristic, of course, is, is the compulsivity of it all. Right? It's like they just cannot stop. Because I mean, you, it is what it is. Like I love, I love a pizza like the next person, but after a certain point, I just can't eat no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and so, like for these people, it's not even about a can't. It's just like they almost just making themselves eat because they have to to, to, to feel better, man. Uh, says so these people also tend to eat more quickly usually during an episode uh, and they also eat in secret and grapple with guilt, right? Because like, this is something like, you know, you, you for the most part, you can order your food by yourself. You can eat by yourself. Like, especially nowadays, you know, we, t- we talked about this a few episodes ago, how people are more alone than usual. They don't have a lot of, they don't have as many friends as they do, right? And you can end with social, and not to be the old guy, but with social media, you can still portray yourself a certain way without people knowing the real you, right? So you could be online, like everything's good. I'm working now, girl. You know, I'm out here with my fitness plan, and then you smashing pizza as soon as you hit, as soon as you hit post, right? And, and and doing it for the wrong reasons. So now people who have this disorder go on to develop bulimia, which is because again they're trying to. It's like they're fighting one extreme with the other essentially fighting fire with fire man so you go, you go um, from that to feeling the shame and 
Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, because you, because again, if in, in my small example of the Doritos, it's like, let me throw this bag out. Right. It's like, let me, you know, throw it away. I'm done. But if a, if a person's eating, knocking out a gang of pizzas or has wrappers in the bed, then they're probably like, because it's probably a thought of, and we'll get to later in the article. If you're eating like this, I can't control this thing. So I got to be very, I got to be drastic with it, right? I had, so, and then the the drastic changes, of course, I'm going to throw up or make, you know, make everything I ate come up. And that doesn't help either, man. Like one lady talked about, uh, okay, like I said, we're woken up with crinkle wrappers in a bed sheet and unshoed food still in the mouths. It's like, man, bro, you just... I know, man. That that was made me throw That's up. a lot, but, man. And so one of the patients ordered a cake for her birthday and on the drive home from the supermarket, ate the whole thing with her hands. So, like, I know we've been kind of joking in the beginning. That's the part that made me stop. No, that's true. Good. Because Good. it's like, this is a birthday cake that's not for you, for your kid. But for whatever reason, you have this compulsion that's making you eat this stuff, man. And that, and you know, I'm sure that, you know, that has to be a very hard thing to feel like you just can't control it. I mean, most addictions are like that. People just feel like they can't, they can't stop it. And then so we what, talked what about, do, what do you say when you get home? Bruh. There's no just, cake. There's no cake. So you just got to go back and get a cake. And I mean, and you imagine that lady pulled over and cried like that lady. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. and, you know, so clearly she said, this is a, she, this was a client of the doctor. So that lady got some help. At least she's going to see a doctor about it and get some help with it. Yeah. Uh, and so what causes binge eating disorder? So it says researchers are working to identify the role that genetics play. Said also trauma can cause it. Because, you know, um, people probably find eating at a safe space. Like, I mean, I know usually the, we do the serious stuff to the end, right? That's usually that's that's usually our bag. But I, I'm not going to lie. I read this and I want to put this up the front because a lot of people suffer in silence. You know what I'm saying? And again, we are we are more alone than we realize. And we're not telling people, you know, what we're dealing with. So people hide in food. Like again, I ain't gonna lie, peanut butter cup, Ben and Jerry's, that's made me feel better, better a bunch of nights. But I got a different lifestyle, right? It's like I'm gonna run the next day and work out these three weeks. I got a whole act. So so it's different for me, but I can't act like I ain't never had a, you know. So ice cream to feel better, pizza to oh, feel yeah. better. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a buffalo chicken sandwich to just feel better, right? But it's like, if this is, but that's not my only outlet. So people don't have the outlet. And people have gone through, you know, just like people, you know, maybe more per- promiscuous than most, or they drink a lot, right? Or they even exercise too much, right? It's like people are, they're dealing with their traumas different ways. Uh, so that's how, that's then. so then they, they lean into food. And so then people also, it says also restrictive dieting can lead people to develop the disorder in some cases. So called the boomerang effect. So people ricochet between eating, not eating, and then binging. So it's like they're trying to, I guess, like we talked about before, deal with it, right? Then you don't eat for four days, but then you're naturally going to be hungry. Then they end up smashing. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rico, yeah, give me four pizzas. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, dang, huh? But, you know, this was an interesting article. So it said, how do you treat treat the options for bench eating? It, they suggested like cognitive behavioral therapy, pretty much just trying. To, a lot of it was just talking through why you want it, why you eat this way. Right. And I think and they also, there's a there's a drug that has been one medication has been approved by the FDA. It's called Vi, Vivance uh, and it's used usually used to, tr- to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder 
uh, some clinicians prescribe antidepressants. But I want to get back to the therapy part, right? Because even in the article, they mentioned that the most. And there was a there's Pastor Mike Ty. If you guys know Pastor Mike, he's he's the pastor of Transformation Church. He's the he's the internet pastor that most people see. Like if you if you see something on social media and this is like uh, he's actually a great pastor, but people kind of cut his stuff up in and uh, without context. But anyway, he had a series called Cuff to Cake, which talks about like being being a slave to what you eat, right? Like how eating he because he himself went through this weight transformation. And we'll talk about some of the stuff like this, but he was like, you know, just, he talked about things in his life that, you know, that led him to where food was a safe space. And I think in some of these instances where people like they can't lose weight or they can't, and it's not even about necessarily losing weight, just like having healthy eating habits. Like it's not healthy to eat like the way we've been describing earlier, like binge eating, it's just not healthy for you. Right. But it's like, some people feel like they can't and they have to keep doing it. But unfortunately people don't get to the bottom of why why they do it right like you know why you foresee because some people like i know some people they grew up poor they grew up without so like they just can't leave the food alone you know if, if food is in front of them they will eat it all right because it's like in their mind and their spirit is like i may not, i may not eat tomorrow i may not eat again so i'm gonna eat everything right here right that's something you gotta work through that's something you gotta talk through you know what i mean because that's not gonna change by itself you got to make sure you're talking through that so we even talked about this last week right like you just don't don't look good be good like really these things are are a big deal that's kind of i guess that's probably why i started with it today because i think last week i've been thinking about that just how we can everybody's dealing with something and we want to encourage people to deal with the stuff up front and i'm not saying that like it's not it is difficult like i can't imagine how it must feel to be controlled by your food right and i and i applaud the people in the article that recognize i can't do this by myself like that's our biggest thing is just as people we think i can get over it do it by myself and then you know as my mother always says people will find out sooner or later so either you tell them now or tell them later like what well, well, she usually did that when she referred to people with uh <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to my mom she would say hey you better go use the use the bathroom now because uh, if you have an issue later, we're going to know what that col- that colonic bag is outside. So either we t- you tell us now or you tell us later. <laughs> My best, very graphic. But I understand what you're saying. Got it. <laughs> so again, take care of yourselves, people. And, you know, and if, and if you know, you know, somebody that deals with this and, or because, again, is this like a secret thing? Right. It's not like I feel like other disorders, people can see it to a degree. And like something like this, probably most people who are maybe heavier than they like or you know want to be what have you it's just something you don't talk about with a person you know people just kind of because that you know you don't want to offend them you know what's going on but i think just encouraging people to talk about what's going on with them kind of gets them to the space just like hey i'm dealing with this and it affects other parts of their lives so just really again i encourage you and i'll say that in the show like i always do make sure you're checking on your people and make sure you're giving people the space to talk you know what I'm saying? Like giving them space to, because everybody needs a safe space, man. But unfortunately, everybody doesn't have a safe space. So we got the heavy stuff out the way. Back to the foolishness. So as uh saw this uh, <laughs> article online, did you realize Shakespeare in high school? Uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. We did uh, Romeo and Juliet, uh, mm-hmm. Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we read Othello. Yeah. You remember, uh, you remember any of it? I remember working with Julia because of the movie. 
Oh yeah, I see. Shout out to the movies. Shout out to the movies. I remember some of it. I remember some of it. Yeah, I'm and even reading in high school. It was like it was like, why did he think he's so great? But it is, you know. Shout out to Shake, Shake, Shake. Uh, but there's something. No, man, some of it was pretty good. Yeah, you, I mean, you that's get, what I'm saying. If you get past the language, right, the small language barrier that's there, from you know old English to to what we talk, it Shakespeare wasn't bad. Yeah. So uh, there there are certain uh, Shakespearean like phrases that we say today that's part of our common speech and we don't realize that it's part it's coming from like Shakespeare and his plays so got a few and clearly based upon reading these lists black folks love Shakespeare because it's some of the stuff black people say all the time uh, so a wild goose chase that's from Romeo and Juliet didn't really? know that yeah yeah uh I've been in such a pickle that's from a Shakespeare play okay uh well I know I'm just saying Laugh myself into stitches, you know what I'm saying? Again, we may we may not say it directly like this, but you know, this these phrases come from it. For goodness sake, like that's 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 one. Henry the Eighth. Neither here nor there, right? That's that's from Othello, which actually makes sense when black people love it. Uh <laughs> one fell swoop, the be all and the end all. Again, I was like, are black folks secretly Shakespeareans? You know what I'm saying? We we this is what it is. Uh mum's the word. All that glitters is not gold. Wow. What's that yeah. from? That is from The Merchant of Venice. Eating out How did of we house. Do? I, never, I never read that one. How did... Listen, listen, listen. Shakespeare, don't even ask me if I read it because the answer is probably no. <laughs> uh, but it's like, so Shakespeare, clearly Shakespeare was out here writing bars. Like, ooh, that's going to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mum's the Word from Henry the Sixth, part two. Uh, eating out of house and home, Henry the Fourth. I've heard a lot of people say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check this out. Knock, knock, who's there? Comes from Macbeth. Wild. With bated breath. Again, I, so The Merchant of Venice. That's I've said that twice, so clearly that must be like one I should read soon. The Merchant of Venice. What are you, you going to say? I'll go back. Knock, knock, who's there? So that so the joke comes from... I guess so. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, in my heart of hearts, Hamlet... Uh, too much of a good thing as you like it. It's Greek to me now that I've heard people say that, but you know, put on put people on spin on it. A heart of gold, Henry V. Break the ice, the taming of the shrew. Uh, such stuff as dreams are made on. The tempest, Lilo. <laughs> like Shakespeare had gang culture. Hey, bro, Lilo. Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare says so. Uh, I will wear my heart upon my sleeve again. Othello, Othello spitting. I'm gonna go look, read that again. Uh, dead as a doornail, Henry the Sixth. And you know, and, and before I get the other ones, I'm sure people are like, What's Shakespeare talking about? He's just making stuff up. And here we are, hundreds of years later, saying yeah, the same stuff, yeah. man. Uh, not slept one wink, foregone conclusion again. Othello, the world's mind oyster. Naked truth, if that's from love's labor's lost, and finally faint hearted. Shout out to Shakespeare, man. That's really dope. That's crazy. That's that's what five hundred years old year old uh, sayings there that we and that we, and we still, still say. And yeah. it's just like you never know. You know, I always wonder how this stuff gets started. You know, where where people say starts to say it more often. But I truly believe. And I, and I think about you think about greatness and success. I think we mess up in. 
once you kind of let go on the fact that you may not see that your impact, then you just start doing cool stuff, right? You just like this might this might live on past me. I may never see it, but I'm I'm doing it just because it's great, right? I think a lot of times we try to do it so we can see it, which is ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, man, you want your flowers? You want the award? But like some some of the stuff, like we talking about Shakespeare, he been gone a long time, man. You know what I'm saying? Still, his words are living on. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh, had a couple more. Here you go. Send him packing, Henry the Fourth. That's a, that's in the sports a lot. Oh um, yeah, I, I was gonna say I I use that for uh for white sauce players. <laughs> Send melted, him back. Send him packing the Charlotte. Melted into thin air. Uh, own flesh and blood. Truth will out. So I guess like the truth will win out. Um, let me see. Now salad days. I was like, what is that? I don't know what that is. I know I've never heard that. So I'm, I don't know who. If you out here saying salad days, uh, please don't call. Don't talk to me because I don't know what that makes zero says salad. I never, days. I never heard that one. Full circle. King Lear. Yeah. All of a sudden, that made me crack when my mother goes, all of a sudden, all the time. So that the taming of the shrew. Uh, come what, come may. So I think we now say come what may. I think that's what we say now. And then neither rhyme nor reason. The comedy of errors. Hmm. Shout out to Shakespeare, man. Really? So another, yeah, it's wild, man. Pretty wild. So as and again, some more foolishness, man. So I read this. Have you heard about beige flags? Have you heard about this? No. So a beige flag, I got this from Yahoo. And I'm sorry, and the Shakespeare stuff I got from bellshakespeare.com. I think I quote everything. And the binge eating disorder articles from the New York Times. Want to make sure I properly cite my stuff. So nobody comes back. uh, Yahoo, beige flag. So a beige flag is a small, seemingly insignificant habit, which irks or irritates you to no end, uh, enough to even give you the ick if it's early on in a relationship. So again, it's like you've heard of red flags, right? And so now they came up with beige flags. So this was first coined in 2022 uh, by somebody on TikTok who presented the concept of beige flags to avoid on dating app bio. So, you know, an example is people who have an opinion on pineapple pizza. So if, if you like pineapple pizza, on your, pineapples on your pizza, that could be considered a beige flag. Like it's not horrible, but I should keep my finger on this, right? Okay. So saying the form of flagging makes sense because of these dating apps is so saturated with options. Apparently, this is the fourth flag. Uh, I didn't know about that. Clearly, I'm glad I'm out the game. But uh, <laughs> pink. So they're pink flags. They're they're toned. So that was a toned down red flags. So like an example is never been in a relationship before. Uh, won't post pictures of your social media. So that's not a. Those aren't red flags. Those are pink flags, which could be red. I'm praying for y'all out here, for you young people. Uh, green flags, which encourage you to date someone. So like this person has a good relationship with their mother. They watch their bed sheets regularly. I hope that's all of us. Um, at this point, <laughs> it feels like everything is a flag, right? So now we got this beige flag. Well, uh, that makes on. sense. The green flag I get. Yeah. Know, that just says keep going. I got I got it. Yeah. And, and pink, you know, obviously we know what red is, stay away. But, you know, I feel like people like to wear the red flags that they see. It's like, oh, this, I, I can fix him or her. And you making a poor decision. <laughs> now you're out here bad. So I thought about it, man. What are my beige flags? I know I have some. I'm not perfect. I mean, I know you guys listen to us every week. You think, man, Rob's amazing. He had, and But yeah, I got my beige flags. I looked it up. So I think as number one is, I pick stuff up, pick stuff up, 
pick stuff up. Well, clearly my beige flag right now is I can't speak clearly, but I pick stuff up and I forget where I put it. So like I'll take something out of the room, put it somewhere else. And I'm like, wait, where'd I put that thing? And I spend 20 minutes trying to figure that out, man. Uh, I fall asleep like an old man. I just sometimes I sit down and next thing I know it's an hour later and I'm completely tired. Just, I talk in my sleep a lot. It's like I just... Oh, my niece told me I woke up talking Spanish. Gotta, gotta be careful. Be careful. With that, hey, man. gotta be. Trust me. Be careful. With I that. know, man. Um, you know, I got funny tummy, man. I can't eat everything. Like stuff. I don't know. Sometimes things make me sick. So there's certain things I can eat, and I'm cool. Certain things about to have me a bad night. So you know, I think that, you got any beige flags, as you feel like sharing. Um, I think I, I take too long in telling stories sometimes. <laughs> Like so, so just just give me a second, guys. Yeah. So it was uh, a Monday. Uh, this day, yeah, and I think then it was Monday. And yeah, and then I lose, I lose my audience after that. So that's my that's my base flag. I got to work on that. Oh man, but you know, I feel like a base flag. More than not, it's just a quirk. Like I will say, I ain't gonna lie. I, I do look down on people who put pineapples on their pizza. I'd be like, you do that? No, no. Like a base flag for me is if you got a dog. I can't, you know, if you got a, if you got a dog. I don't know, man. This, this this ain't gonna last long. What's wrong with dogs? Hey, man, I don't like dogs. That's it. No. I mean, nothing, nothing else to really say. That's just that's yeah. just where it stops. Um, but I feel like a beige flag is like a, just a quirk, right? So, like, you may people may not mind. Somebody might not mind your beige flag, or somebody else just might. It might be a small irritant that then when you arguing, and it's like, and you know what? You take too long to tell stories <laughs> like that. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> like, talk, come on. Yeah. And they was mad about that. Uh, yeah. But I guess, but I, but I do appreciate, you know, it, talking about relationships or whatnot, you got to be able to say, this is who I am, what I like, what I don't like. Like, you know, even though, even though the day now can probably seem pretty weird, I think if, for, if you're doing it right, people are just telling on themselves, saying this is who I am, what I'm not. But somebody may like your quirks. Like somebody may, you know, be enjoy uh, or, or they they like picking in you know, like for me I think it was stuff is like oh I'll help him out you know yeah. so it's like I may uh, you know you <laughs> might you might need it but I definitely you know I think having a base flag isn't so bad you gotta know yourself to that known self be true I don't think that's Shakespeare I think it might actually might be in the Bible <laughs> but still you gotta you have to know yourself and I think knowing your flags and and recognizing people's red flags for sure can only help you out. In the long run. So, but check it out on Yahoo if you want more information about it. Uh, last thing before we get out of here is you might, this might, uh, you know, I don't know how you might feel about this. So, you know, you and I have been talking. Lately, i just been tired, man. Just like trying to figure out, you know, better ways to sleep, you know, rest, all this stuff. And I was thinking like, man, what if they made a nap? What was a place called a nap bar, right? Like it's just... You can go there for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It's like a recline, not necessarily a bed, but like a reclining chair. And you lay back and like 30 minutes, a lady comes and wake you up for 35 minutes, give you a towel to wipe your face, give you a nice little tea to on your way out. And you've had a nice little 30 minute power nap. So I started Googling, my job's at work. I was like, I was like Googling nap bar. I was like, yeah, let's see. Then I was like, wait a minute. Can you get, can you sleep somewhere for an hour? I was like, huh. And so then yeah, this day those, you came up. Those are called like, motels. And that's what I said. I said, wait, I said, Rob, are you just looking up uh, places where uh, bad things happen? I'm just I'm saying. Like, you, you might want to stop Googling this at work. I was like, yeah, let me stop right now. <laughs> yeah, let me stop right now. 
Because there, there, <laughs> there, uh, there was an app. I was like, Rob, what are you doing? You try to throw, this, throw it all away, huh? Just throw, just throw it all away for this, for the podcast. But there there's usually undesirables around there. Yeah, but there is an app, though, uh, dayuse.com, where if you want to get a hotel for a couple hours, like you could, these are like, you know, like it's not like the motel holiday end. It's like really like finding hotels because so the hotels are trying to figure out just different ways to entice people. So that it's like they pitch it as you get the hotel experience for a couple hours. So again, if you need it for a uh, <clears throat> a quick gathering, or again, you just, <laughs> you do need a nap somewhere, right? And it's like, I'm not, I got to work late. I need a couple hours. They will give you a, a uh a rate that is based upon the hours you stay there and again like I looked it up hotels downtown chicago man three four hours you can have it sleep in a hotel and leave it's just treated like a hotel guest but you're just not going to be there as long is it um, is it a cheaper rate than yeah it was cheaper rate so like if it, if it was like a 300 night hotel yeah. you can get it for like maybe 130 or 100 right i'm sure they mark it up a little bit for the benefit but still if it's okay. like if that matters to you it's something you can do, and I was like, "But let me stop googling this." And yeah, job. Because... Does your job have a? Um, oh yeah, they probably they have probably a room. Call me. Oh, well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I'm oh, saying do they room? have like a like a nap like a like a lap space. No, so they don't. Because I actually I asked my boss about this. I was like, "Hey man, I might be giving a million dollar idea away." But dude, he was like, "They had nap rooms before." I started, but they got kind of got rid of that. But I feel like people. I've worked at places with nap rooms. Yeah, we have. My job has a. They call it the serenity room. Do people use? But I feel like people are scared to use it because, like me, like no people do use it. I'm, I'm a little afraid to use it because you know they're gonna look at me and I'm in there snoring and then you know. Look at this guy slacking off. But no, people, people do use it though. I've, I've heard people say that they've gone back there and you know. Taking a little power nap. Because honestly, sometimes in a day, you just need like a, a 30 minute just like yeah, that's just real a hit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and like you cool. I mean, my my problem is though, it's you know, I saw a meme, it's like I have nap roulette. It's like, will it be 20 minutes? Will it be two hours? <laughs> we don't know. We're gonna see. That's me. That's why that's why I'm next. Like, I don't know, man. This 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 might not. I might see y'all next week. Well, as long yeah, as long as the alarm is set. Um, I would be good, I think. Yeah, I felt I had a job uh, when I worked at uh, I guess I can say I worked at Johnson Publishing. They had a parking lot. You know, we could you could drive to work. Even though it was downtown, there was a parking lot connected to the building. Okay. And so, like, there'd be times I would go to the parking lot just to your point, turn on my alarm and sleep in my car because it was a private lot. Like they had security and everything, so people were just walking up in there. Yeah. I just go to my car. I just would turn the alarm and sleep for about twenty minutes. Take then, take the seat down. Yeah, take the seat down, and I mean, just to make sure they ain't seeing me, you know, yeah. nobody seeing me, and and just pass out, bro. And I would feel better because again, yeah. like when I was younger, when we were younger, before we would go out, I would get dressed, right? I make sure I was dressed, you know, heck, everything, and then, well, when I had air, and then I would I would turn all the lights out in the house and just close my eyes, right? I wouldn't say go to sleep, but it was like I would just make everything black. Close my eyes at twenty minutes to sit that way, and I would feel refreshed. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I was like, I was like, right, I'm ready for the night, and that happened a lot of times. When I was tired, man. I think just trying to find better ways to stop and reset. Because the biggest thing is this, man. We talked about this before we started. We're running a lot more, right? It just seems like everybody's running all the time. 
And I think we got to get back to a space where like you taking a minute for yourself. Right. So I think taking a nap ain't so bad. I used to be anti-nap. I used to be anti-work from home. Now I love that stuff. So now I'm, I'm not, now I'm pro-nap, right? Because <laughs> you, you, it does make a difference. So I apologize to everybody I made fun of who just had to take naps because these things are necessary, man. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you, you need one, dude. I mean, you know, I think we are, well, I speak for me, you know, it's like hero ball trying to just push through today, push through, push through. It's like, hey, man, you're going to make it worse for yourself if you don't, you know what I'm saying, take a minute or two. But yeah, if you're looking for a uh, a hotel <clears throat> for a couple of hours, <clears throat> dayuse.com, you know, or, you know, if you are, I can't, well, we can't call, they call sex workers now. Is that, is that, what, is that the correct term? I, I I haven't looked for them, so I I can't I can't tell you. <laughs> Not go get me on record. No, 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 sir. On that note, thank you for checking out the Super Duper Pod. <laughs> <laughs> we do not take your listens lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram S U P A D P A P O D and online at HP fifty three Productions dot com. As I miss anything, nah, I think you covered it all. <laughs> on that note, that's the title episode. Uh, again, uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Check on your people. Oh, wait, before we go, man, let's start the article before we got on. DC Youngfly, man, I don't know if you saw this. Uh-huh. Found his found his partner dead, man. She oh, no. Was, uh, yeah, I guess I guess he was going to get like some plastic surgery, and they and then did not make it. So it was an article in there, and they have been they got three kids have been together, man. So, so after after she left the procedure, and so so they didn't get. I think they didn't get into all the the details, kind you know, because you know how the Twitter goes. It's yeah. just they throw the info out there that she did pass, and DC Young there people sending their condolences to DC Youngfly. But uh, definitely thoughts and prayers to DC Youngfly, man. Because I thought, yeah, that, sorry know, to hear again, that. That's yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, they had three children, man. So you know. Keep keep him and his family in your thoughts and prayers. So again, check on your people. Take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. We do not complain. We make lemonade. pain. That's champagne. Real pain. Real pain. Champagne from you and I. Wait, you alive? Now that's champagne. If you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The Jay Silent is everywhere. You can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up. Hey.